is a port in a harbor town. Oh, that's the wrong word. There's a port on a western Yeah. Bay. Yep. Bars goes down. Brandy walks through the silent town. She loves a man who's not around. She still can't hear him say. She hears him say, Brandy, you're a fine girl, you're a fine girl, the good wife you will be. My life, my love, and my lady is a sea. Again, with Something Gate, this is episode 50. I'd like to say welcome, welcome to my best friend, my buddy, Stephen Michael Barta. That's me. I'd like to also welcome everybody else that showed up for this podcast. Hey, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Not Nick Prohl. <coughs> Who's got family issues. I gotta go to Rialto and do things. Alright, so let's go around the table. We have Mama Claire herself sitting in. Hi. We got Ken. Sitting in? Am I supposed to do a weird accent too? No. He's not affiliated. No, it's just like. <laughs> just Ken. Unincorporated. He's banging a host, so he gets to be out here. Okay. Finally. <laughs> it's Jared, by the way. And, <laughs> and I'd like to also welcome Auntie Nitro. Sorry, Auntie Nitro, my fault. And Hi. so any of our regular listening audience will know is that if we have all five of us here talking about something, it's got to be a nerd podcast. So it's yeah, usually going to get yelled at. Because when it's just the two of us, it's not nerdy at all. Well, I mean, sometimes you talk about sports. Yeah, it's true. Really it's boring. True. We are not. We're not sportsing it up this episode. I have nothing to contribute to those discussions. <laughs> Yay, sports! Just like the other women. Oh, hey! Just saying. They pay attention to sports more than I, I do. You don't yeah. like the sports. You've said so. I know that the Bears did something bad by picking their quarterback, and people were all like, "Angry!" No, they didn't. They did something very good by picking their. Anyway, so we're talking about nerdy things. <laughs> Moving on. So the reason. Cut. <laughs> so this. So you keep eating listen, my popcorn. To, I'm going to cut your nods off. Listen to Nick's podcast, and you'll find out why the Bears made a bad move. So the reason is that... Is Luke going to complain about something? Probably. He always does. <laughs> so the reason that we're all here is this is episode 50. This is our 50th episode. I can't believe we got this far. I figured if we made it 20, we were doing good, man. We're at 50. I was okay. past at 20. Me too. I really was. Am I the only one who had hope that this was going to work? Yes. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, maybe now you have this number of episodes of uh, listeners, too. So 50-50. No, we have way yeah, less listeners. Probably like yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Womp, womp, womp. That would have been cool. The reason we are here is that yeah. as of today, Steve came with us and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So Guardians came out on Friday, Thursday into Friday, right? Which is awesome. So 
we're going to say right off the bat, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. There's no spoiler alerting in this one. We can talk about it as much as we want to. So if you are listening to this podcast and you don't want to know about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, turn it off now. Yeah, don't be I'm a I'm going to give you Go five seconds. Four. Three, three two, one. Okay. Two, <laughs> one, and now. Who's not really a tree? <laughs> it's true he's not he's a Groot's an infinity stone you didn't even know it yet so that's where we're at so infinity stone <laughs> no the last infinity stone is with Heimdall no the last infinity stone is with Adam no, Warlock Adam Warlock is not going to be in the next movies I promise you Heimdall has it Adam War- they said uh, they said Adam Warlock will not be in the infinity gauntlet no it's the, the only ge- the only gem we haven't seen yet the is the soul gem, that, and that's which how Adam sees everything. Which is what takes to make Adam Warlock. Yeah, Adam Warlock so. was just a teaser, te- like a pre-teaser, like showing some ankle. Not By the way, we're already that. at the end of the movie. Like, <laughs> so. We have skipped the entire movie. We're we in the are in the post-credit scene <laughs> at this point. Um, Do you would you like to take it back to the beginning? No, I want to go around like. <laughs> I'd like to go around and yeah, on, on the Jared scale of ratings, what would you get? <laughs> Three out of four, fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Claire, go ahead. So what is the Jared scale? Give it a no, seven I'm out of two. Like, give no, it a no, seven. No, you can give it like eight out of twelve penguins. <laughs> seven out of two, ninety percent. The Jared scale of one to four, with two being a, with two being an eighty. <laughs> exactly. Um, with two being a solid B. I would give this a solid A minus if we use letters. If we're giving on a scale, I'd say like an eight point five nine. If we're going on a four point scale, I'd give it a four point three. Four point scale, you're giving it a four point three. Five point scale, I'm giving it a four point three. So you're totally in the Jared mentality. Yeah, totally. Of ratings. Yep, you're I like welcome. It. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was really bad good. Ratings were sexually transmitted. <laughs> <laughs> they Apparently, are. they are. In the butt. You wish. Anyways, <laughs> Steve. Moving on, um, yeah, I would give it. I would give it a mid eight. Mid eight, uh, yeah. okay. So a C. No, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely a B. Only you give could, a Dick Professor. You could make. Uh, you could make the case for an A minus. Absolutely. Okay, um, I'm going to give this a solid A minus. Like I, I kind of saw what Nick said earlier on the podcast Beeps board. I kind of like that mimicked my entire feeling on this thing. So I'm going to go A minus on this. Not not because a minus of a bad thing, just because it's. I don't know. I like. I liked it a lot, but a minus. I'm going summer. I would also a minus or four out of five baby groups. Um, I That's was, a seventy five percent. Four out of five. No, it's an eighty. Okay. <laughs> I'm like you're wrong. Technically uh, a B. I'm so thirsty. Then go get a beer. I will. Groot can grow. They're baby groups, so they get bigger. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was funny. I had my points, but uh, I would say a minus definitely. I'd watch it again. Uh, what am I comparing it to? Just anything in general? No, you're just, no, you're just... You... How do you feel about it in your soul? Oh. Yeah. I'm going to give it five fishes in a Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Which translates to um, thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't know, maybe three sunrises. Anyways. <laughs> this is why you don't have your own podcast. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, I'm going to give it uh, A+. Plus. I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was wonderful. Like I, I really don't have any kind of problem with it whatsoever. The only reason that I give it a minus from like knee-jerk reactions just cuz I can't think of a reason why I don't like it and I know there's one in there. Like like there, there I've, I've got some critique that I haven't thought of yet. But it's hard for me to go A plus for Guardians. Yet at the same time, I think I believe 
that when Guardians first came out when we were recording, because that came out when we started recording, right? Sure. I think I gave Guardians an A plus. I think I think the first oh, it Guardians came, it came out after we started recording. Right. Sure. So, I'm put, but it came out after we started doing the recordings, and I think I like because we did Avengers two as one of the earlier right. podcasts. So yeah, so I know why actually you give it there. It's it, there's nothing wrong with the plot. Don't get me wrong, except for the fact that I don't think. I inspected this plotline to be the plotline to the movie, based off previews and everything else. It's yeah. not that there was anything wrong with it. I'm like, what? What epic battle is like? Who, like, it was almost like who's the bad guy? Right. It took a long time for that to develop, and I don't think there. And having watched it a second time, I don't think there was a lot of like foreshadowing or tells early on necessarily, like you would expect. Mm. I, there's some. I but, think because I read the comics, like, I automatically was distrusting. Of, of Ego? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, because I already, like... When your father's name is Ego, you know that's probably not going to work out very well. I just, well. I think it took... When half, Daddy comes back after a long time, <laughs> the first like, not a good guy. The first, like, big foreshadowing you get is from Mantis, and that's not till Mantis? halfway through the movie, which so he about... Ugly. <laughs> about halfway through the movie you know what I'm saying like that's really like you're an hour or so into the movie before you finally get a hint that something's about to turn the rest of it is kind of like where are we going and they're like oh wait this is the plot line <laughs> action sequence action sequence action sequence right I think that's the only reason why it's not an A plus I think the fee- I think the, the difference that people see on this movie is that you go from Guardians 1 where it's very cross ga- mm-hmm. like very across the galaxy right yeah this takes place in like two or three places, right. so it's, it's hard where, to go like, oh, we went, you know, because there's in not a lot of scene like, jumps. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of going here, pieces. going there, going right. here. Well, and yeah. I think it's different too in that it's unlike you don't. It's not a mystery like a oh, what's going to happen mystery. You don't feel that like mystery aspect that you get from some things, but at the same time, it's not completely. Like, this is how what's going to happen. You know, it's not super predictable, but it's not so unpredictable that it feels exciting. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I, I, I loved it because it stitched so well with the first movie. Like, you, you could watch them directly back to back and just have it be one big story. Yes. Like, the the emotional roller coaster of Peter Quill and what's going on with his family. Like They connected very well. Yeah. Very, very seamless yeah, on that. And, and you didn't need to see all the other movies in between in order to enjoy this. Right, and I think that's I think that's where some of the more recent Marvel movies are losing their strength is because they're all tying together so mm-hmm. tightly that they don't stand alone as well. And I think this does that very well. But at the same time, like a lot of the newer movies, it's so much build up to what's coming next that there was not, um, you know, it didn't, um, like you just, you kind of feel that it's just part of a, a part of a, a, a bigger series. Yeah. yeah. Almost like an extended thing. Cause I, I re- actually started watching, cause, um, they took Bob's Burgers off, um, Netflix, which by the way, super pissed about. Yeah, no, fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> fuck you, Netflix. So they took that off, and they then keep making Marvel shows. I know. Please do. Um, but they put on. Uh, but Winter Soldier's not Winter Soldier. Um, Civil War. Civil War is on there, so I've been watching Civil War, and I also watched Doctor Strange again last week, and the, the different incident. And then I so I th- thought about this today. So the nice thing about like Ant Man and Doctor Strange was you really didn't necessarily super need the other movies within the canon. Right. And that's kind of why I think I've enjoyed those more in some ways than some of the more recent, like, extended universe. Because, like, Civil War was great, a.k.a. Avengers 
2.5. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and I did love, I did love it, but at the same time, like, if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie, I like to watch parts of Civil War. Like, I like to watch when Spider-Man shows up and watch the fight, and then I'm done watching Civil War. <laughs> or, like, I want to, I enjoy watching Doctor Strange, and I enjoy watching Ant-Man for very different reasons. Yeah. So, I My- think that's how I feel about Galaxy, or Guardians. My thing is, I mean, they had, like, three family storylines, I feel like, in this Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved the storyline with Yandu. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that was But great. when it took a little bit to announce that, and so when you see him at the weird alien robot strip club thing, mm-hmm. that came so, like, out of left It took me a absolutely. second. Yeah. Like, that's what took me out of it being an A+, because I had to literally be like, okay, wait. What's going on? You know, why is Stallone here? Like, <laughs> that was a little bit choppy. Your first watch through yeah. was what's going on. Like that. That was that. That. And then, like yeah. later on, you're watching it, and as the pieces tie together, you're like, okay, that's what they meant. You can't understand yeah, anything Stallone I, says. So for him to be delivering like key plot information, I, right, I didn't even hear kids the first time. I just hear like you broke a crow, like I just can't. You must have not been listening. I picked up once Stallone, when Stallone came on, and with that whole thing. I I picked up what was going on. I figured like, out what was going scene. on, but I felt like we needed a smidge more backstory. Right, I think it that could have been subtle. It lacked transition. It lacked transition. It used to be like it, it lacked transition. He needed to say, like a subtle flashback right there would have been, or even he needed yeah, to be like, "That's a good point, Yandu. You're not supposed to be here. You've been kicked out of the Ravager thing because you were caught trafficking children." That's essentially what he said. I know, but it's not no, clear. That's what he mumbled. That's <laughs> not good for kids. But he, but he didn't. He, he doesn't say that. He says to the person, he's like, "You've lost our business because you served one person." It's America's dumb. He needed. They needed to come out and be like, "You were trafficking kids now." Because then he's like, "I demand a seat at the table." I, I'm and with you, Ken. Like, like, I, 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 I got everything that was going I on did with too, that scene. Like, but I could, but I could see how people would have a an issue with the train. It looks just like the thing from Sorry. We're watching Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon in the background. So Jared got distracted. I'm really concerned with Rocket and Groot having such beefy, thick thighs. <laughs> like, why did they sexualize them? Because Disney or is it- <laughs> are thighs sexual. Well, and I'm confused too yeah, because, like, them. Gamora looks like Gamora, Groot looks like Groot. Um, no, rocket looks like too, okay. too thick. Besides being a little bit cur- more curvaceous, but then you have Star Lord. Who looks like not like doesn't like he looks like somebody else? They gave him a beard. Yeah, but he kind of has a beard in this movie. It does. I just don't think he looks like anything like Chris Pratt. Mm. Chris Pratt. Who I'm Let's in give love it up with? For Chris Pratt's abs. Oh my god! God Beautiful. bless Chris. He's got to be excited because he had one scene where he had to show his abs. So that, that means he it. didn't get to like he had to like get rocked out for mm-hmm. one scene, and then he got to do whatever he wanted. I love Chris Pratt. Hmm. It's like being in Jurassic World What's 2 where you have to snack? like... Right? Like, Jurassic World 2, apparently he has a shirt off all the time. Does or he? Like, well, otherwise, why would, he, why would he have all those snacks he has to eat? I mean, well, because he has to wear tight clothes. Right. Well, in this one, he's wearing a fucking duster. So it's not yeah. like he has to wear anything. Yeah. He's still a beautiful human being. I'm not saying he's I not. I just want to literally lick him from his head to his toes. <laughs> Move from the bed down to, down to the floor. You make some good, good or leave, but I gotta know what is your fantasy. Chris Pratt, duh, I know. Moving yeah, on. Sorry. Got it. I think I leaned over in the middle of the movie and said, hands. if I get a chance, I'm sleeping with Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta know, what what did everybody think of the scene with Stan Lee and the Watchers? Ooh. That was called a long time ago. I, I know, but, but what did you think of it? I thought it was sad because it Stupid. literally was saying, like, 
Stan Lee's gonna die soon. <laughs> like, like, literally, he was like, but I have so many more stories left to tell. And he's not gonna get to tell. Aww. Aww. I'm really sad. I love Stan Lee. Oh, look at she's actually crying. It's alright. We all have certain times of the month. It's alright. I I love the scene because like I see it as Stanley being accepted by the Watchers and everybody in everybody thought that Stanley was a Watcher mm-hmm. based on the whole like Marvel movie canon. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Marvel has. Oh, you guys are all getting teared up. It's so cute. Who else is getting teared up? Steve looked like he wasn't so Jared. No, no, no. Oh, I I love that Marvel has gone to the fact of. Listening to the audience at least for a little bit and, yeah. and showing us what we want to see. We need an answer to this question. Not all of us be- wanted to see that. Some of us were perfectly fine with it being an innocuous cameo. Yeah, Steve doesn't like fun, everybody. I don't know you if you guys realize. Sh- I like fun. I just don't like stupidity. Let's make Dan Lee a watcher because fuck everybody. He wasn't a watcher. He was talking to the watchers. He's the a watchers. Watcher. My only other critique of the movie was a lot of turd and penis. Discussion and, ni- and nipples and, and nipples. There's <laughs> <laughs> nipples, penises, and turd discussions. But you know, and I'm not normally a fan of like that kind of juvenile like bathroom humor stuff. But I thought it was done in a really funny way. It was. It was done. Well, it's only because Drax was delivering it. So, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't love him. Um, I love I was, his character too. I was surprised though because he actually used a metaphor. Right. He did. It was good. But I love he's a role model, like, um, he's become this big role model for, like, um, autistic children with yeah. the comic series, and I just oh, think... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, After sense. the first one, somebody had, yeah. yeah, posted, like, and their child was watching it, their and he was brother, like, little brother, yeah. they took their little brother. Yeah, and he was like, I don't understand metaphors either, like, and it just was, like, mm-hmm. beautiful, and so oh, now he's, cool. like, he's, like, their, like, mascot, and... Yeah. He he, the, his little brother like walked out of the theater and goes. It was it was so cool to see someone that he thinks like me. Yeah. Um, just insane. It was really cool. Yeah. And uh, um, the guy that plays him, oh my god, Dave Bautista. Yes, Bautista has been awesome as a actor on his behalf. Yeah, doing mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, I the thing that kind of blew my mind about this movie that I was kind of surprised about is that he his character fought in one scene. In the entire movie. Like, so the character that's, like, the destroyer yeah. fought in one scene. And didn't really actually do much The intro. Yeah. <laughs> he fought in the intro. Yeah. And then, then the rest of it was him playing, like, verbal mind games yeah. with Mantis. I thought I thought that, I thought flipping that on its yeah. head a bit was kind of fun. That they went, okay, we're going to take the guy that just kills things in the face and make him the intellectual... Yeah. Well, and to put him with an empath, someone who shows no emotions, right. with someone who has all emotions, who's super <clears throat> naive, and someone who's just super dead, it was just, a, it's the most beautiful pairing of, like, just not getting each, like, complete, mm. I don't understand anything weird. about each other. She talked really weird. I loved it. Yeah. But, like, like her like her mouth didn't move right. It was weird. <laughs> well, because English isn't her first language, sweetheart. I know, but it looked Her weird. costume was awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was cool. That was really cool. How much money do you think they spent on Quill's... Two sets of leather armor, like his, like his, his shirt, and then his less duster. than they spent on body paint for Gamora, mm-hmm. and less than they spent on prosthetics and body paint yeah. for Trash. Okay, the thing that I care more about: how much do you think I have to spend to buy a replica? Oh, a lot. Oh, well, a lot. Probably fourteen hundred dollars. No, at minimum 450 four fifty. Four to six hundred. Yeah. Yep. For, okay. Yeah. 
The same as you would pay for a good one. Right. Yeah. Like, Think about the price you pay for a good leather coat, like in the Matrix. That, but now make it cool. <laughs> and there's or, nothing wrong with the Matrix. If you wear that jacket out today, you <laughs> will get enough. beat up. Yeah, I, if I wore the freaking Star Lord jacket out today, I'd get beat up too. Yeah, but you'd be slightly cooler while you got beat up than you would if you were wearing the Matrix jacket. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd be like. Oh, that'll... as I died. Did you you want the duster though, right? Well, I'm saying both parts, like the like the the, the regular shirt jacket thing, and then and or the duster. The regular Perfect. short one's only like a hundred bucks, but if you want a big one, actually, there's a lot out there. They're not. But like the the tooling on the, the leather was so good. Like, oh, the, yeah. like looking at ego's stuff, like the way that he had like the pe- the panels cut out into his <laughs> into his. And now that and now that Suicide Squad is our our you know base entry for award winning makeup effects, you can only you can only imagine what did this they really one win that they, they did. Sure, oh god, they well, did, didn't they? They, they bought that. I yeah. don't think they won it. They <laughs> but, bought, and it's obnoxious because somebody on the radio they said something. They're like, you know, uh. Yeah, Suicide Squad. The award-winning Suicide Squad. And I was like, shut your oh, crap. God, just... uh, well, the thing Wait, was, was they, the lost to, oh, they lost to Star Trek, yeah. which had some awesome makeup. Right. Like, I'm sorry. As a makeup artist, I'm offended. Like, I could get some clown paint and, you I can, know, I a can, bottle you... of Manic Panic and do the same thing they did. Um, they basically, like, put, put her makeup on and sprayed her with some spray paint and everything else was CG. At least in, in Star Trek, there was straight-up makeup done. And prosthetics. I mean, like the girl that like with the long white hair. I don't yeah, remember no, she any good, of yeah. But that's all makeup. But they didn't have the best Joker effer in that movie. Oh. Okay, can we talk about good movies again? <laughs> yeah. So back to Guardians. Back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Baby Groot. Oh, let's talk, talk about, about Baby Groot. Groot. Oh my God! First off, all the feels because like there were a couple times where you're just like at, at the end when he's getting squished to squish the tear. tear. That was right, oh, that crushes. Like, crushes. I don't care who you are. You're like, oh God. How about when he can't find the fin? That's hilarious. <laughs> when they, like, like, when they were mocking scene. him and like they poured beer on him, and I was just like, "Oh my god, you don't hurt my little baby Groot." Don't hurt my baby Groot. He was so sad. He didn't want to wear the clothes. I know. I like at the beginning when he's dancing. She's completely oblivious. Oblivious to everything. I like at the end when like he wants to go to Drax to snuggle. Because even though because even though Drax doesn't have a lot of emotions. He's the only dad. Yeah, see, Drax doesn't express a lot. Of he doesn't, but, he, but you he know, has a lot of but isn't that? I, right. Think about it. He's the right. only one in there that's the da- that's a dad. Yeah. And that's who he that's, went to go snuggle you with. Know, that I didn't night. even think about that. That's because he point. reaches for Drax. Yeah, he does. He's like he's he goes, reaching for him. I know. And then right? Drax just picks him up with no problem just and like, just snuggles yeah. him in. I yeah. know. I think that's cute too. Like they're all taking care of him. My other favorite one too in the beginning when uh, he waves to Gamora and she stops. And she's like, "Hi," <laughs> you yeah. know, like like you would if you would like you know like this yeah. baby. You're like yeah. you know they're it's a family baby and they still <laughs> to do their shit. But you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fine with it. I think the gags went on just a hair too long with him, especially the intro and the finding of the the fin. I thought they could have. It could have been just cut like, a tiny, yeah. like, just a little bit. You like I was like, <laughs> I thought, I thought it consciously, like this is going on too long, and then it stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the case. The, the first time I saw it, I felt the same thing. The second time, I didn't care as much because I knew it was right. coming. But, like the first time, I'm like, okay, it's you're like on item number five, guys. Yeah. Come on. 
I agree with that. Like that's that's so, one spot that could have been. When he brought the desk, that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> I asked for something this big. What are you doing? We <laughs> yeah. brought the topi. Um, you had like a whole storage of body parts. My favorite yeah. gag. That, that was so funny. Like the gags. All like, can you imagine how many they actually had that they had to cut? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like it'll be on the bonus reel. Like oh, probably God. just like 50 million things. My like, favorite gag is the tape. Have a fridge. The tape is my favorite. When he's trying to find the tape. Do you have any tape? See, that took too long too, in my opinion. Oh no! I was like, okay. I loved it. I thought it was funny because it was so like in the middle of a battle, you're asking all these people if they have tape. (laughs) Did you ask Gamora? (laughs) Did you ask Nebula? (laughs) Well, she was right there next to him. Like that's the stupidest thing to ask for in the middle of this fight while everything's trying to kill you. And then Baby Groot pulls a Jared and just takes off with a nuclear bomb. Yep, we're all gonna die. They showed that in the Except previews. Except you're not, because you're the Guardians of the Galaxy. So. You've probably, we've all seen that preview, like, yes. several times. Yeah. I still found it just as funny. Like, yeah. there's yeah, just still something so funny, it's just angered. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot. I just, um, I never had that moment of, like, let's, like, I didn't, I didn't have, like, an oorah kind of, like, moment in this film, which is something I didn't have in Civil War either, which is why I ranked them lower uh, than most of the Marvel movies, because there was... Nothing, like, super fun and exciting, like, you know, like, this is going to be it. Like, when the Avengers first get together and they're in the middle of the city and they form the circle and everything's going to go down, like, that's an oorah moment to me. Like, when Tony Stark puts on the gold armor for the first time, like, that's an oorah moment for me. When Thor gets his hammer back and puts his armor on and, you know, gears up. And that's something I think the movies have been lacking as a whole. Uh, in, in phase two, the first right, Gar- phase two. well, the first Guardians, <laughs> you know, it comes together when they're all you know a bunch of jackasses standing around in a circle, and they I put think the they plan had together. it in this one when they all drop down to fight um, Ego. Ego. When well, yeah, no, when, when they have the the obligatory like like <laughs> panning scene, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't help it. Like in the middle, when they were doing care. that, I was like, the summer they're they're going to do the superhero pose. They're going to do the superhero pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, Ken cried three times during the movie. I during cried, the end, it was all at the very end. Like, I cried every time in this. Like the two times I saw this movie over the past two days, I I cried in the same spot both times. Yeah. Which means that I think they hit the spot. Because yeah. it's like, if you know it's coming, and you're ready for it, and it still gets you, mm-hmm. to me that means you did it right. Uh, which spot was? Um, at the very the, end. When, yeah. when Yandu, Yandu finally was... confesses that he was a dad to Peter Quill, yep. and then at the yep. funeral when they're all shooting off the fireworks. The, he might have been your the, father, but he ain't your daddy. Yeah, that, that's the, that <laughs> line. Like, he might have been your father, but he, but he wasn't your daddy. You know, that's what got me going. I'm like, oh! I think, uh, I think that was the uh, point when I looked over to Mara, and Mara goes... Taps her chest. Oh God! Oh God! (laughs) No! (laughs) I know, right? And so, like, now it's really cute because our kids, like, will be like, "I love you," and they'll look at you and they'll go, "Tap, tap." And you're like, "Oh, I know." But that was so good. Like, it was so cool to see, like, for a character that I really didn't, I knew nothing about Yondu before any of this started. I like the character. I like Michael Rooker as a char- as a character actor. I thought mm-hmm. he's I thought he's great. And then to see his character come to like have a, I mean, talk about a story arc, a two two movie story arc to have your your beginning <coughs> end of your character, and be able to pull somebody to tears. He he's the character that I feel most stitched the two movies together and made them, made them the most cohesive. Like, I agree with his, you. his story arc goes just directly through the entire both both of the movies. Yep. Like the other ones, like. 
other things happened in between, but you can most like directly see what happened to Yandu between. One of my Bola favorite and... lines in this entire the, my, my favorite lines in this and it was a throwaway line to a lot of people, especially I missed with it the, the first time with the Sylvester Stallone part of this was when he goes when Sylvester Stallone walks away from him in the beginning of the movie and he goes, I don't care what you think about me and everything. He goes, why are you still walking after me? Because you're going to hear what I got to say. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me, like, yeah. you, I don't care, honestly, what people think, whatever, but you'll go into those times in your life where you really don't care what people think about you, but God damn it, they're going to listen to what you have to say. And I think that's so, like, human. Oh, see, the line I'm, I, I thought you were going to say was I missed when he's getting covered by rocks and he goes... Um, oh, with my heart. He goes. I, I, I didn't. I never. I didn't. I didn't find my arrow with my head. I found uh, it with my heart. So yeah, I thought that yeah. was a little cliche. I knew that was coming from like a mile away. Oh. Right. I didn't see. Which I, has I, been, I, the, which has been the complaint about this movie is that it's like very. It is extremely on the nose. Right? I, I like the fact that with his character, like through through both of the movie, he's constantly like teaching Peter Quill, even when they're at opposite ends of what their goal is. He's always teaching Peter yeah. things, and you don't really see that he's like a father figure to Peter till that very moment when he's like rescuing him. And like, then he like that, that's what I was. I was always like his crew was up against him every time he backed Peter for when he shouldn't have like everything was like, I'm saving this kid from his father. Who's just going to use him and kill him. And I'm going to, Right. Grow into this relationship of he's being small a dad and he to fits in tight spaces. And then he said, he said, he said, oh, go ahead. Oh no, oh. I was gonna say he said too. He goes, I might not. Have, I, he goes, I didn't. I don't. I I didn't know. I didn't do it right. But I, you know, like basically, I tried. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like the point when he's like, you threatened the emis. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like too though, like because Yandu's second in command. Uh, I can never remember. Sean Gunn. Yes. He, Kirk amazing. from Gilmore Girls. Kirk from um, Gilmore Girls. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Yep. Oh. And I'm so good at this. Uh, I'm so glad he was in it character, I wanted to talk about that, too. So yeah. But, like, he... Because like, I feel like Yandu is both father to Peter Quill, but also him. Like, yeah. I feel like you get a lot of, like... That's why I think like, he's a good captain. Forgotten older brother kind I think, of thing. Or even, like, like a... Um, He's Yandi's younger brother. Some, you know, you know like there's saying? definitely that that tie-in there, mm-hmm. and so like, like to have Yandu basically in the first movie have a role, but you don't really look at him that hard. He's kind mm-hmm. of you know opposition yeah. and then friend to really like. They brought two relationships in and paralleled them and had them go at the same time, and you yeah. still got that like both of those guys at the end had a significant yeah. relationship. Yandu's like Barbosa. He really is. Yeah, yeah. That's a great... I felt, I felt a lot of Pirates of the Caribbean analogy. parallels. Yeah, that's <laughs> really, it really was. You're well, right. I mean, this is, they're just space pirates. <laughs> they're so just they're space just pirates. Space yeah. I think that's why... Well, and then like the whole thing in the later Pirates where they're Rangers doing... like on the, the moon. You know? I think... I think with the the theme of, like, family and all that that the Guardians of the Galaxy has with both movies is going to be a difficult thing to tie in with the rest of the universe because there's not really any other movie where it's, like got this overwhelming theme of family to it and like that that kind of Everybody that that kind of ever. tension and storyline is what makes makes you really love the Guardians of the Galaxy and then bringing them into this other universe where it's going to be 
them teaming up with everybody else to fight Thanos, I feel like you're going to lose a little bit of that. Well, See, I, I, think, I feel like I'm going to disagree with that because yeah. I think you had to get that stuff out of the way in this film so that you can just take off running. For and the then you Infinity care series. about those characters at all. Right. Oh, right. And, oh, and they're, can, they're a cohesive group, which is what everybody else is missing right now. They don't have a core. They don't have a center to go around. And now that you've got the Guardians all right. nice and grounded. And, you know, with Peter taking kind of responsibility for Groot <laughs> and having lost both his father figures, he can now step up and fill a mascot role. I didn't even think about that. Like, that's why he's going in there. Like, I didn't even think about that in the end credits. He's like, why he's going in there and giving him shit about leaving his mind all over the place. Yeah, he's I didn't think about that. Like, he's stepping up as a dad. They better have teen angst group for the next movie. Like, I'm looking at him like an eyeliner and like a My Chemical Romance t-shirt and vines across his head. Like, if I don't... I'm not boring! I don't want them to just grow him to an adult. I want teen angst group. It'll be beautiful comedy and hilarious and it will continue this. I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy <clears throat> 2 is like full house in space. Like, you had a lot of those, like, let's hug it out, dad moment. Like, Danny Tanner could have been right there. Shut yeah. it uh, out. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at the family. Yeah. No. You know? I, I, I kind of see the Guardians at this point being kind of like the mascots that everybody else is going to rally around mm-hmm. for the Infinity War. And yeah. maybe, right. Maybe they're they going to show up in Maybe space. they won't bring everybody together, but they can sure uh, I can, They're going to show up in Ragnarok. They're going to be like, what the fuck is your problem? Why aren't you guys getting along? you got to work like, together. Well, and Nebula, Nebula and Gamora, too. Like, that tie brings it right in. Like, right. Does that bring it home for you girls that have sisters? Does, like, like did, did that relationship, like... It made sense. Like, I didn't have that. Yeah, it made sense, but it didn't really affect me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've always gotten along with We didn't sister. fight every day and yeah. have parts of ourselves amputated, so. Yeah. I mean, this probably relates a little closer to Spring and I, but. Uh, <laughs> but still. Um, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, it was, it was nice. It was there. It, I felt like that part was purposely done because they're like, well, we need to get Nebula and Gamora together to fight Thanos. Yeah. Cool. Now and we're on the same side. Karen Gillian, she's great. Wonderful actress. Beautiful blue Amy Pond. Like right. <laughs> just such range. Yes, uh, I just I love her. Yeah, I I'm think just she's a I'm good just job. concerned if um they don't they don't give because they're going to be bringing a lot of teams together for the gauntlet and I feel like some of them could get lost in the background. Well, you're going to have a lot of them lost in the background. There's no way to do this the do in gauntlet without losing some. And and I feel like they're gonna make it like um, the the Civil War movie where it becomes like the Tony Stark show. They're gonna make it like the Avengers show, and all the other characters are just there to be in the background. What they're gonna have to do. I mean, uh, the Avengers are gonna have to take the center stage. You're gonna have to have someone do it. I mean, it's the it's Marvel's main property, so they're gonna be center stage. But there's no, I mean, they've proved it consistently that they know how to spin all these plates. I never thought they would have pulled the Civil War off as good as they did, mm-hmm. you know, despite my criticisms of it. Like, even with bringing Spider-Man in, I thought there was no way they could do that properly, and I think they did. So if if anybody is able to pull this off, it's going to be the Russo brothers. Yeah. And Agreed. They managed to kill children without blowing up a school. They didn't kill any children. <laughs> Can I get a cup for water? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they did. I was, I, they, that was the thing, too. Like, I think... Uh, can I throw in there too? I'm going to segue. I am excited about the new Spider-Man. I think the kid that's playing Spider-Man is adorable. Tom Holland. I think he does a great job. I love his like. I, I, just the preview gets me excited, and the other one too. Can we take like two seconds and talk about? Friend looks like Rodney. That. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time I watch that, I'm just like, I'm that's like, it. 
Peter Parker's best, best friend, friend looks in like the movie Rodney. Was like Rodney. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. <laughs> Every time, I'm just like racist. <laughs> oh. No, I wanted to take two seconds to talk about Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. That's my bad. Did you say Ragnaros? <laughs> With that big Nerd. purple guy that's, <laughs> that Gamora doesn't She said like. Ragnaros, didn't she? she yeah. Ragnaros. That happened. I'm like, and as I was saying, I'm like, that's wrong. But I don't know what's right right now. Um, every time, every time I watch, because now I've seen the, the, I've seen the preview now three times. On the big screen, it looks fucking cool. Um, the music soundtrack, fucking awesome. And, like, it makes me excited because Thor, though I like Thor, I don't feel as, like, this most amazing Marvel movies, but I'm excited to see how it ties. I'm ready for it to bring it together, and the storyline looks fucking cool. They, the trailer to me, and even the animation, I feel like they took a lot of nods from Guardians with it, and I... Oh, for sure. Ten to one, they're bringing Guardians in this movie. Um, they're, they're showing up in Ragnarok. Well, somebody's showing up, because you think about, like, the teaser in, in Doctor Strange, too. Like, because Thor shows up at the end of Let's talk about the Easter egg in the end of Guardians, when the Game Master is in the credits. In the credits, yes. Game Master was in the credits. (laughs) Immediately, I was like, Jeff Goldblum, hello. (laughs) I'm of the opinion that... Okay, Jeff Goldblum or Dave Duchovny? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, God damn. Literally, there's nothing sexy. (laughs) Like, if I could have that poster of him in Jurassic Park, like, laying there with his shirt open, like, oh... (laughs) That does things to a woman. I'm a, I'm of the opinion that that wasn't really. I don't think they're gonna sh- he's they're gonna show up in Ragnarok. Like I think it was a fun thing that they had in the credits because they've been advertising for that a little bit. But I think it was just a fun thing that they had in there. You're I don't right. think they're gonna make if they make a show up, it'll be at the very end in mm. post credit scene. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're gonna be any part of like the core. Well, movie. I agree. I, I agree. Probably be a post. I don't know enough about thing. the plotline of Ra- of Ragnarok. Uh, everything it, goes uh, to shit. Well, I know everything goes to shit, but somehow <laughs> Thor has to get out of the arena. They, I bet you. I bet combined. you. Him versus him versus Hulk is in the first act. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. Oh, yeah. That's that's a. Well, just, they have to go through the whole. They have to go through the whole war. Well, on they have to destroy Asgard. Destroy Asgard. He has to get captured. His hammer gets destroyed. Yeah. Then he shows up at well, the. Well, it thing. looks like his hammer gets destroyed back on Earth because they're in a fucking alley, and I don't think there's yeah. any dirty alleys. Yeah, in but Asgard. but hold on. Here's what happens. The bad people show up. They destroy <laughs> Asgard. He goes to hide on Earth. He gets his the hammer he's still, smashed. He's still on Earth. Well, and Loki's never, he hasn't gone back to Asgard too. since he came back to Earth. Mm. He wasn't in too. Civil War. He was he he left at um, the end of right. Uh, uh, what did, he left at before Civil War? No, he's he's on Earth at, at the end of Dark World. Right, because he comes back and it's Civil raining. And it's but all... he left before Civil War because he was nowhere around. Well, he just wasn't part of Civil War. It doesn't mean he wasn't. No, no, he he left it. He left at the end of that because he had uh, the dream about um, the the Ragnarok, no. and then no. at the end of it, he he, he had left. to go. He had, he had to, go. to go take care of some things or something like that. I think he it was like maybe a, a post credit scene or something. But at the oh, very end of the movie, he that's had to my leave. favorite part when he pulls the helmet down and it's like the real Thor helmet. I'm like, yes. I like. Sorry, I don't know why that part gets me so excited. You, you've been drinking. Are you alright? Here's a coaster. They help prevent that. Do they? Because he spilled his beer and it was on a coaster too. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so, um, what was it Connor told you not to get? Don't get a. 
I don't know. It, was, it, was, it ought to break the drunk to something else. Yeah. <laughs> it was somebody's but, name. <laughs> the Thor trailer did make me... Because at first when I saw him with the haircut, I was like, what is this bullshit? And then I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Let it happen. With like the war paint on his face. Mm-hmm, da, da, da. Yes, please. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I feel really like... not a Helmsworth girl. You're not? No. There you are. In the, in the Chris list... Oh, not in Chris, but you like... In the you, Chris, you, you, I you, you'd be a Chris and Liam sandwich. Well, duh. What, what red-blooded American woman wouldn't? Right. Even the gay ones. Fair enough. <laughs> Even if it's just a <laughs> chat. Yes. Although, the one of them has touched the Miley Cyrus, and I'm kind of tainted. What's wrong with that? She's sober now. She's going to release like a... It doesn't mean she's not diseased. Shut up, I love Miley. Okay. Yes. <laughs> It's because her name means Smiley. It's cute. Because she's come so far from having her dad be Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> like, the hey, deck was hey, stacked hey, against her. You leave Billy Ray alone. I knew all the words to hey, Achy Breaky Heart I'm when I was sure a child. You don't <laughs> tell my heart. The rest yeah, of the world. My Achy Breaky Heart. Yeah, I just, I just don't, don't think, think you'd understand. Because <laughs> if you tell my heart, my Achy Breaky Heart, I might blow up and kill this man. Anyways, uh, yeah, the soundtrack was great. I... That's where people I've heard people had issues. I disagree with that 100. percent I love the soundtrack. I love. I like the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack would be great for taking like a country drive. Like it's more mellow. I do not think it is like a like the first album is bangers. If I you... want to listen to it all the time. It made me excited, and every time I hear "Hooked on a Feeling," I think of that movie again. But, but I think. Okay. I do not if, remember any of this. I cannot name a single song except for Brandy. If you think about it, one. if you think about it, though, of how he received the tapes, the first tape he received when his mother was all okay, he listens to it a lot all the time, songs that they both love, yeah. she makes this tape as she's dying, and she knows yeah. she's not going to be along anymore, so these are all, like, memories that she's had of her life yeah. and things like Which that. Which, it, it makes beautiful sense with the movie. I think it fits, per- I think they're, they fit perfectly with the movie. I just didn't... Just Awesome Mix Volume 1 versus Awesome Mix Volume 2. You prefer one. Right, exactly. That's all you're saying. Because it's a happy one. I like that um, the music is... So, like, it's like he says in the first one, it's music that she grew up with from her childhood and her teen years. So you're talking, like, 60s, 70s. But it's not, like, pop... I'm going to say pop music. It's not the Beatles. It's not, you know, um... Uh... Simon and Garfunkel. It's not um, the fuck is I'm having a problem. It's not Fleetwood Mac. It's not it's Simon not, Garfunkel. It's, it's um, the guy. It's not now that what I now that's what I call music seventies edition. Yeah, right. It's it's all of this like and the other one too. She's deep, from these are the B cuts. These are, these are deeper cuts. Well, yeah, and she's know. from Missouri. Right. She probably uh, was Missouri. Missouri. And by the way, did you, everybody notice where she was in Missouri? Because I know where she was in Missouri. Behind the Dairy Queen. No, you guys notice that she drove as they drove through the, the the road in Missouri. They drove by a nuclear plant. No, they are in Springfield, Missouri. Really? Because Springfield, Missouri is where the nuclear plant is, which is the Springfield from Springfield. Well, part of the Springfield from Springfield from Simpson. Yes. Yeah, that they're in like that. There's one nuclear plant. It's in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. Um, but I just I feel like Same. the music that is selected is music she would have been listening to. She would have grown up with, especially growing up in that area. It's and it's not like the hippie music. Um, what the fuck is his name? It's driving me crazy. Ooh. Bob Dylan. That's who I was oh. thinking of. God damn it. Bob Dylan. Nobody that, likes Bob Dylan. That guy with the long hair and guitar. 
Hippie. But you know what I'm saying? It wasn't all. Wait, it wasn't I think all. I hate John Mellencamp. Oh, oh yeah, that's the awful. other one though too. Yeah. It's not. It's not like the war music. It's you, when you think sixties, seventies, eighties. Like there's certain genres that come to mind. You think like yeah, you think like Bob Dylan. You think like all of the like anti-war music. You think all the like the the. You think that, but that's not this. This is that second level, and that's what I love about it. That it's not. It's not all the things everybody already knows. It's that song you've heard a couple times. It's that. Where did have I heard that before? And that's what I like about it. Which I think fit really, really well for the movie. It just wasn't as... It didn't get me as excited, I think, as the first music. If I were to sit here and play... I'm going to play an album at a party, or if I'm going to sit down and listen to an album, I'm listening to Awesome X Volume 1 every time. Because it's a better grouping of music for just doing things. Right. Awesome X Volume 2 fit this movie better than Awesome X Volume 1 fit that movie. I think if you want to have a party, it's mm-hmm. one. I disagree with you. I think they both fit each movie perfectly for their movies. Yeah, I think they're both fine for their movies. I just think one was a better collection of music as a standalone collection of music because Volume 1 was a more happy adventure movie. This one mm-hmm. had the more emotional. And it, the music in it was more right. popular. Like, I would right. listen to Volume 2 and it's like a little rainy and I'm feeling kind of moody. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. It's, it's, a little, it's a little moody. I just can't believe that, like, you have a, you have a movie like this. To, like, the thing I said earlier, earlier in the podcast is, like, it's crazy to me that you have a movie to where you have, it's a space where you can go anywhere. They make 700 jumps to get from one, from nowhere to one planet, right? Yet, this takes place in three places. Yeah, there's only three major set pieces, which... Which is crazy to me. Like, the, like the, when I watched it, I was like, I was always waiting. When I saw it the first time, I was always waiting for the next thing to happen. Like, where are we going next? Yeah. And it was here. Mm-hmm. Everybody but, go to this one place. Then once you those planet, it was over. I mean, there were yeah. technically more things. Because you had, like, this, you had the Ravager spaceship, and you had... Yeah. Bar- I gotta give props to Marvel for them. pulling off Ego really well. Because like, when they announced Ego as the villain a while ago, I'm like, how the fuck are you pulling that off? Yeah. And I think they nailed it. I love the little, like the little scene you get just as rockets coming up, and you yeah, get his like the, angry face. face yeah. Like I thought that was good. And which I part was they, that again? Like when rockets coming in after they do all the jumps, oh. and he just shows up at the planet, and you just see, see the it? angry yeah, face of yeah. ego. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry face of ego. Yeah. When you see the back side of the planet, because like yeah. when they when they show up, you see the front side of the planet without ego's face. Which is really it's awesome. it's kind of strange to me that ego is actually like a charted planet. Because like, he said he's out, out past where it's yeah, like, that's the thing. And Rocket's like, just like, let's put the GPS on Ego, okay. Well, to hold be- on. I think, I think he gets it. Be- he knows where it's at because he- Ego shows up and is going and says, your friends are welcome. I'm assuming oh, he gave him the coordinates. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'll buy and that. to be fair, he's been around forever and had sex with, like, every conceivable alien, so he's probably pretty popular. Right, but he also did say, like, well, I live out, out like past what... But he said, I live, I, I live out past what's known. You, know, you, you know. are the father. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that there you was go, a jump... You are the father. Um, Time to kill it. Fair enough. So... Something that happened during our movie that was hilarious, um, and it just oh, I have yeah. to share because like I almost like like pissed myself laughing. It was so funny. So when it gets to the big like crucial like plot drop moment, so this is like the big spoiler. But when he's like, you know, shouldn't have put that tumor in her head. This woman out of like left field just goes, "Oh no!" Like so loud the entire theater. Like it was so 
tiny. Like she was just, she was betrayed. Her very soul, like it was her own mother who you put a tumor in. Oh, she was so offended. That was, that, it reminds me of something I was talking to Jared earlier. Uh, when I first saw the second Transformers in the theater with Emily and Jeremy, at the part where Optimus Prime dies, we're in a crowded theater. Like there's a, only a couple empty seats, but it's like super quiet because it's a pretty big moment for that movie. And so he gets run through. You hear this little kid a couple rows up go, no. <laughs> I did that at a, at a live theater show at Lewis. <laughs> and a couple, you know, a lot of people were just like, <laughs> kind of like, like they, no one laughed out loud, oh. but everybody was like, "Well, that's adorable and hilarious." <laughs> uh, Connor did that during um, Susical, the musical. He went with my mother-in-law, and he was like three. And um, at one point, when they we were in that, we were in that at Lewis. Do you? you well, maybe you'll remember this. Oh, weren't you in it? No. Maybe, well, maybe oh, I've imagined you were in that show with me. during one of the performances <laughs> when they blow the who's. Yeah. Connor goes. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think I remember that. And the thing about it was, was Keith White saw me a few weeks later, and I'm like, I hear Susical was really good, and he goes. Oh my god, that was the cutest thing during one of the shows. shows. Yeah. That was Connor. Because I was like, off stage and someone came back and someone just went, oh no. no. <laughs> that, was, that was Connor. Yeah, so yeah, that was our kid once. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I hate people talking in movie theaters, but I did not mind that at all because it was so well, damn funny. It depends on how it's done. There's right. a different, like, that it was so was a, sincere. <laughs> they weren't yelling at the screen. They were just like, <gasps> kind of like the oh no. So yeah. the Optimus Prime dying and, you know, yeah. the, the who's being blown away. So who do you think, what property do you think is going to address the, uh, the leftover uh, bits of ego that are on every planet? I don't know. I think if Ego dies, they're all gone. I mean, like they never really said what happens. Like, right? I feel I feel like that would be a good thing for uh, Agents of Shield to address. That'd be cool, because Agents of Shield is kind of popular for like taking bits from the movie and just kind of like the leftovers. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they'll address the because it seemed like every time Star Lord took over, everything either stopped or started decaying. So I'm assuming when they blew up the planet, it all disintegrated but I don't think it, it just froze that one time like when he, they were did, fighting for did, a while but, but, but when he but when Ego di- like when he killed Ego like he turned right. into Floam he yeah. turned into Floam right he turned into Floam but then also um, it like um, it started as he started to fight back all the things started to suck back but then they didn't show Earth really anymore um, I don't recall them going back. I recall them stopping where they were and just kind of staying there. But I don't recall them like b- retreating or I could see them like starting to disintegrate. But that still leaves open for like well, what no, the fuck totally, happened? Yeah, like, totally. A... Well, you know, though people know they're oh, don't don't pay attention to the giant black wall. Right? Or here. they know <laughs> they, no they know that there's they know something they know about the Avengers scene. They know about New York. So like people are kind of aware Nobody that there's other shit. Missouri at yeah. all. New York if, probably just like wasn't us. And if I was if I was one of those people, like I'm standing here like this big giant blue river cloud just tried to attack me. <laughs> I'm just going to stop yeah, suddenly. Pictures of it. Like, oh, hey. Look <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's coming in. That's why you would live. Like, leave. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. Do you really have anything else to do with your <laughs> right? life? Um, can, I, blue river cloud. can I throw out the worst thing I heard on the internet was someone, one of the spoilers I saw in there or something was talking about like, What's become of Yondu? And I'm like, He's they dead. burnt him up. Yeah. Yondu's died. not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so can I can I can I bring something up real quick that, sure. that kind of boggles my mind you a little bit? Put your hand out. 
<laughs> so everybody saw Yandu die in the mm-hmm. tear-jerking moment of the entire movie, right? right? And then you know when uh, Gun, what, whatever, yeah. not James Gun, but the brother, Sean Gun, Sean Gun, was whistling at yeah. the arrow. Yeah, he had the prototype fin yeah. on his head that and was burnt up. I'm pretty sure since it was something that Yandu built, he had like instructions uh, for how to build I, I, another like, one. I like that's the only thing that I'm looking at going. That was on Yandu's head. Fair enough. Yeah. I buy that. Especially yeah. if you put the I arrow. I didn't together. even notice if he had that on when he was burnt, though. He did. He oh, did. Yeah. He did because oh, it, it crumbled. I watched in his for face. it this time. Yeah. Because I didn't know. I, I watched, watched for, for it. it too. I watched for it too this time because I I saw that where someone's like, "Well, will Yandu come back?" And I'm like, "No." He, he got did. lit on fire oh, and burnt to a crisp. He is gone. I also Which was, was some pretty fire. Like it was. Yeah. It was cool. And then it was in an arrow. It was yeah. so cute. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens when Rocket Raccoon meets like War Machine because I think he's going to be like I can <laughs> fix this much better. <laughs> I love Rocket. I liked him better in this movie in some ways. <coughs> I don't know why. Again, he had more depth. More yeah. depth. He had a family moment too. Yeah. yeah. Yandu, dead to all. Dead to all. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's the Danny Tanner of the group. You know, I feel like in the first movie there are times where like I don't feel like it's Bradley Cooper's voice. I didn't hear that. I never hold hear on, it. but I, but this time I feel like I it was more. I heard Bradley really? for a lot this time. Really, a lot more. I, didn't, I, I, I feel like the first movie yeah, he's so. I forget sometimes that it's. I have Bradley a hard Cooper time hearing his voice in, that. in, in so the first one. And just not well, I don't feel. I feel like it's, he's they've done they have adjust they adjusted his voice in the first one for some reason. I feel the same way about Monsters vs. Aliens because Paul Rudd does a voice in Monsters vs. Aliens. It sounds nothing like Paul Rudd, and I've listened to Paul Rudd a lot, and I love Paul Rudd. He's just. Which one is He's the fiance. Oh yeah, and it does not sound like Paul Rudd at all. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he, I feel like Rocket was tuned or something in the first one, because the second one he does sound like Bradley Cooper doing a voice, which I'm okay with. You're angry puppy. Um, <laughs> you're angry puppy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Your angry puppy's so funny. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a raccoon. Would you prefer I called you a trash panda? <laughs> I, I guess. Is, is that better? No. Yeah, what what is is it's it's so, so much worse. worse. What did What did Kurt Russell call him? a triangle faced monkey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, that that was almost my tear moment. Like, Aw. No. Remember, he's just like when she's just like, "Can I touch your puppy?" He's just like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> The trash panda, the whole theater, the first time we saw it, busted the fuck up. They didn't laugh nearly so much in this, no, this in no. today. Dude, that trash they did panda, that was just beautiful. The trash, trash panda, panda was good. <laughs> also, is it just me, but the uh, the sovereign, like, all I could think of is I was like, dude, they're like the fucking millennial planet. Like, right? like, oh, like, no, we're perfect. We're in the such dicks. Don't insult us, we're special snowflakes. No, I was watching the, I was watching that. Except went, unless you're ruggedly handsome, then we wanted to see how it goes back in the old days. I couldn't figure out where the fuck I'd seen her before, and it was driving me goddamn insane through the first three She looks quarters. like Paris Hilton. No, she's, um, she played the evil bitch in, She um, does look like Paris Hilton. I thought she, she was Paris Hilton. Um, but she plays the evil bitch in, um, the beautiful man movie, The Man from Uncle. Oh, oh, she wasn't. She wasn't the other spy. She was the bad girl. The in that. bad girl. In yeah, that. She, I thought you were saying that she was the, no, she's the not girl. Alicia I'm like, Amanda no, it's not. No, no she's the was, bad chick. She's the bad chick. Yeah, in it. yeah. <laughs> she's the tall, bad blonde one. Yeah, yes, yeah, she is. And she's Absolutely. like, her was her voice that was driving me crazy. I'm like, I've heard it before. Or was it? They they did really good job making the sovereign like utter assholes, like yeah. as, yeah. as they're meant to be. Like I they were pew, just. Pew, pew. A bit sounding like like, and when like the one guy like he got further than anybody, and no, then he loses. Like you suck. Um, <laughs> by the way, the one guy is credited like the like 
his frenemy. It's the guy that the guy that gets the farthest has a name, yeah. and then it's that guy's frenemy. <laughs> I think. Oh, is that how they credit it? I also think it's hilarious Zylac, that they I ran out of name. blue carpet for her, like right exactly. Well, they're super smart. Yeah, clearly, obviously not. Yeah, they're uh, in my head. I was like, because I was not familiar with the Sovereign beforehand, and I was like, oh, millennial generation, and very Ender's Game too, like with their pot. Like I loved. Their whole little Except setup. That's not yeah. really Ender's game because in the real Ender's game, it was real people dying, not fucking drones. See, Xylac, Xylac's front of me. Gonna be great for his IMDb page. <laughs> yes, I was in Guardians of the Galaxy by them too. I was the I was Xylac's friend. By the way, you did pull Steve a- um, Agi. Oh yeah, Steve Agi. Yeah. Nailed it. I was like, is that Steve Agee? It the totally other guy was. that was driving me crazy was the one that played Taserface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taser Taser face. Face. <laughs> really? That's what you went for? Yeah. Um, he's the guy from... Um, this Is Us, This right? Is Us and uh, The Nick. His name is on here somewhere. Uh, Chris Nick? Sullivan. The Nick. Mm-hmm. It's on um, Showtime or something like that about turn of the century like doctors all about oh, doing oh. cocaine and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris Sullivan. Is his name. Can I see his picture? Yeah. Yeah, let me see. I see what it actually looks like. He plays Toby. Oh, yeah. What? He actually wears a prosthetic. That's Chris Pratt. That's not Chris Pratt. That's Chris Sullivan. (laughs) I was going to say that's not Chris Pratt. No, but it was, and I clicked it, and it wasn't Chris Pratt. That's some, like, pretty good range for him. Like, I did not expect Well, and he plays an Irish ambulance driver in, uh, what's it called? Apparently he wears a prosthetic fat suit for This Is Us. Yeah. Bamba Lamba Lance Black Betty. Bamba Lamba Lance. Because that's what he looks like in This Is Us. Yeah. Oh, him. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that is totally Taylor Face. Yeah. That was, I thought that was funny. Um, Because he is a big dude, though, because, like. Yeah. I'm trying to see if I can. Can we all just agree to the fact that they introduced jumps into this movie makes it okay to get from point A to point B that fast? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you like, don't mind some, you know, CGI mask effects. Well, if you go 50, it's okay, but 700 means you're still okay. They went at ludicrous speed, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we watched baseballs earlier. <laughs> they went at Luda speed. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is in the Nick. Oh, wow. I'm really impressed with him more as an actor now. Yeah, he does a lot of, like... Like, his range and character, so his, because, like, the guy in the Nick is, like, an asshole, alcoholic Irishman, um, and then Toby's, like, a little, like, softer, still kind of has that charming kind of factor, he plays Sorry. charming very well, yeah. but his, uh, but then, but you're talking, like, period drama versus, like, modern drama versus comedy. Right. Versus space drama. Versus space. Versus space. <laughs> versus taser face. face. Taser face. You tell them that the one that did them. I really hope, like, they, like, just, like, <laughs> I hope all their writers just, like, turned around to their children and they're like, what's a good name for a bad guy? And they chose the best that, like, the six-year-old yep. gave up. I liked uh, Scrotum Head was the one. <laughs> oh, yay. So, and I like the whole whistle scene with Yondu too, like when he kills everybody. Everybody. I thought the music timing was Whoa. beautiful with it. That wasn't and, good. And I liked uh, that um like Groot chased down the guy that was pouring the booze on him and making fun of him the most. He was like, Yeah And then threw him off a fucking bridge <laughs> and killed Can we just can we all just understand got murdered in this movie? That, like, <laughs> yeah. Baby Groot murdered somebody. Yeah. Not like that Groot. Baby, Baby Groot. Groot. 
Because murdered even somebody. like because he's a precious destroyer of worlds. <laughs> because if you think about it, even in the first Guardians, where Groot does stupid things like drinking the fountain water and this that, and the other thing, but then like it comes time to really like stepping the thing up, he has no remorse. No, he just he just <laughs> does. Yep. No, no, Groot's awesome because of that. But like in this, he's like he chases the guy down, grabs by the ankle, and throws him off the bridge. He's like, and then like just plops back down on the shoulder. Yep. It's like. <laughs> You got blood on your hand. That's boy. a good walkthrough like, move. If, who, like, fuck, who fucking designs a ship with all these bridges everywhere? It's I like know. you do not have that much empty space in this right? Train. But it was beautiful with the lights crisscrossing everywhere, and the music. like I thought that scene was probably one of my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I like. I still like the scene from the trailer where you're looking through the burnt hole back at Rocket right. laughing. Yeah, I love that scene where Rocket's just giggling, just like fucking shooting people through the walls. Yeah. It's very gun kata. It's very equilibrium. Yeah. Just yeah. like still a good movie. Yeah. <coughs> As I cough. It was good. where would you rate it on like what we've had three Marvel movies so far this year? I hope you're gonna say this. This is yeah. good. Like, I, this is where I wanted we've to go. We've had three this year already. We have I mean there's this, we had Doctor Strange, right? And, we uh-huh. count that as this year. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Didn't that come out at Christmas time? Yeah, but like in this, yeah. this like yeah. not rolling annular. year, rolling, rolling year. Yeah, okay. and then what was the other one though? That's the one I can't think of off the top of my head. Civil had... War. No, no. There's some. There's. Oh, there... it's gonna like smack me in the face. We're gonna go Marvel movies. Civil War. And I will because not... I went Civil War, Doctor Strange, this. No, there's, there's another else. one. Okay, I feel too. That's okay, I'm going to pull it up on Wikipedia. I think I'm right. I'm pretty sure you was right. For once in my fucking Hold on, life. I got, it's the first thing that pops up. We're in phase two now, No, right? we're in phase three. Oh, yeah. Um, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. You're right. Oh, oh my God! But Steve, last... tell me again, who's right? Don't ever touch me again. So last year, uh, last year we only had two Marvel movies, Captain America Civil War and Doctor Strange. This year, Um, though, we're getting um, so much more. You were right. I get it. We should have have Guardians, we'll have Thor, Spider-Man, and then we'll have Black Panthers (laughs) Um, this year, too, isn't it? No, no, it's February. But actually, we'll have Spider-Man, Homecoming, July 7th, and Thor Ragnarok, Uh, November 3rd, and the Black Panther, February 16th. But then we have Infinity War right after that in May. Ant-Man and the Wasp, July. <laughs> Captain Marvel, the following Ant-Man year, along with Untitled <laughs> Adventures. Spider-Man wow. again in 2019, so, so the Garlic Galaxy Infinity, of the Three. Infinity War is only a year away. Yep. Wow. It happened. We've been waiting I for this for how long? Eight years. Right, how long? Iron like, they, they announced it, remember? Like, like you remember? No, like, it's been not, ten years in Iron Man comes out in 2008. No, but I'm saying they announced this, like, oh. five years ago. They went, here's, here is your... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what you're gonna get. And we're like, okay. there's no way they're gonna do Guardians twice. And that's and why you do right. only didn't want the like... end on November 11th. Um, <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't want to miss Avengers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm not looking at you like that. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, rate the the last three that have come. How would you rank your last three that came out? Civil War, this, and Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Doctor Strange on the bottom. Really. Yeah, Doctor Strange sucked. Um, I'm gonna make really? him watch it again. Doctor Strange did not suck. It sucked. Jared just um, hates origin movies. Yep. No, J- Steve hates origin movies. No, I, I have been mi- I have been misquoted repeatedly on this. If you listen to my problem, okay. which started back when we did our podcast about Ant Man, 
you said, why didn't you like Ant-Man? And I said, I did not like Ant-Man. I have just, I've seen Ant-Man several times before because it was very much an origin story. And that's the only thing I said. And that I turned into like, me hating I feel like you had to have an origin story for um, Doctor Strange. No, they're necessary. I'm just Well, I don't think you them. need an origin story for Spider-Man. Well, obviously not, because we've had seven of them. And so, we're getting another one. So, 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 no, we're not getting an origin story. So, it's, uh, no, we should be No, Uncle Ben is already, song. like, Uncle Ben's dead. already dead. He's been dead for a long time. I want to pick my movies. Shut okay, up. Fine, no. we're on, we've moved no. on. You time. don't get to pick anymore. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, so Doctor Strange. This is the bottom. Okay. Guardians 2 Civil War. Yeah. I'm going to... God, gross. I'm going to put Guardians... Guardians at the top. Civil War in a distant second, and then Doctor Strange in a close third. See, I kind of am at, I'm at the moment. So exactly like I just said. At the moment, I'm kind of putting um, well, Civil War at the end. Not that many options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I have. I here's the thing. I think Civil War was very necessary. I enjoyed many aspects of you it. You paid money three days apart. That's why Guardians, Guardians is one, but I think Doctor Strange is two, and then. I know I'm betraying my, my my other love of my life, my other Chris love, to say that <laughs> Civil War is three because though I liked it, I felt like it was uh, like a buddy movie. It didn't really like the plot was in there, but it was like they were. It was Avengers two point five. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm along with Claire. Mara's fidget spinner. <coughs> um, I, I'm on the same page with Claire with with her ranking. So uh, Guardians first. Uh, Doctor Strange second and Civil War third. So in the in Me the too. order they came out. So so it's most your, recent. Most yeah. most recent is most. You know favorite. what it is? That's that's a a very as much as that's I a very jerked way to rate things is the newest is best. That's very as much as I love best. the Avengers. I'm a little bored with them. Like I've seen the Avengers. We've seen them. Like we we know them. I see like it's the same jokes. Like I like. I'm excited to see new people. Yeah. I, I still don't Jerry hate them. Once again. Chris Pratt's the main thing. Like, yeah, like, I like some well, new, there's some new, new storylines, some, some, some new like, oh, nice I'm, I'm kind of, I'm more in love with Chris Pratt right now for very many reasons, besides the fact he's Star-Lord, he's married to Anna Ferris. amazing. Their parenting tweets are hilarious. Hilarious, um, he, he's a fat kid underneath, I, and like, Chris Evans, who I love very dearly, I doubt, his, I'm, I'm questioning his taste in women, cause he's, like, dating, um, the, uh, Ralphia, uh, John know. Rufio's. Yeah, thank you. Like sister, sister and yeah. she's got a weird nose. And um, I love that actress. She's hilarious. No, she's not. She's not that funny. She's done a lot of other stuff besides being John Ralphio's like sister. What? I can't name it off the top of my see? head. See, but I but I've seen her in things, and when I see her in things, I'm like, oh, that's surprising. I have higher hopes for Chris Pratt. Like if he, she's you mean not Chris Evans. Whatever. Yeah, Chris Evans. She's not Anna Ferris funny. Because mom is hilarious. If you have not watched that sitcom, no, it's it's got well the chick that plays the mom is pretty funny. Um, whatever. Yeah. But I still, I mean, like you know, they're all really good movies. I still would watch them all again. Gonna. I just you know, I think it's news exciting right now. News exciting. Right? You know, and I was you know my resistance with Civil War. I still really appreciated Civil War. There's no baby Groot in the other two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I will say Cap and Bucky's like bromance, like just kiss already. Yes, kiss. Not kiss. <laughs> um, you know, 
it had that for you. Doctor Strange has cape. Like they all had good. Doctor Strange was the cape my stole the absolute show. Absolute least favorite of all those. The cape movies. was the best actor. You know what? It, I, I think Doctor Strange is my least favorite of the entire. And you know what? I don't think you really watched that movie. That right. you that did. It was fantastic. I saw it twice in the theaters. Did you I see it twice in the theaters? I did. Yep. And the thing too was like Rachel McAdams, love her, and she was and her character. Was good too. Like I'm trying I don't to care for Rachel McAdams. She's boring to me, but I yeah. enjoyed her in this movie. I did too. Like I liked her. Like she she got on the bandwagon. Wasn't too naive, but at the same time, like did you own that movie. I bought it today. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> well, you said you wanted to watch it again, and why would we rent it again when I should just buy why it? Would you rent it's on Netflix now? No, it's not. Doctor Strange. Is it really? I didn't know it's, it's not. If it's not already, it's coming in. It's yeah, pretty. Re- it's that. pretty recent. Yeah. It's not up on Netflix. Oh, then it might be on their list of coming up soon. I think, it no, it's at the end of this month. Doctor Strange it would have. Um, it would have told me on Comcast that it was on Netflix. Yeah, it's at the end of this month. It's coming. I'm sure out. I would have gotten an email from Netflix. So you're saying is we can like never it. drop Comcast? <laughs> pretty much. Mm. And I knew nothing. I was not excited for Doctor Strange. Like I did not really want to see it. I kind of dragged my feet. I was like, eh, I'm just not into it. I don't. Really care for what's his nuts? Cucumber uh, <laughs> patch. It was one of the. Yeah. It was one of the first <laughs> movies. Cucumber patch. It was one of the first movies that kind of showed us something different. Like we had all like the the heroes fighting like the other person. Like this was the first time it was like. Um, this was the first time it was like a hero fighting something other than some person. What's what's the kid's name from the magicians? Mm-hmm. Which one? The, the blonde one? kid. The blonde one. Oh. Um, Ugly Dawson's no, Creek? Sorry, so yeah. an O. Yeah. No. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Because still they call him O? Q. Quinn. Quinn. Q. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how you forgot boring... The tale. You forgot the tale. That's how boring Q Doctor Strange is for me. It's like, oh. <laughs> I care so much more about everybody else in The Magicians than I do over Quentin. Like, that's how much more I care about everybody else in Doctor Strange than... because everybody else in The Magician is a lot better looking than Q. He's also just yeah. a boring character. Like, Who wants to watch an Indian dude and that chick fuck? I want to watch it. Like, <laughs> Didn't they already? Like, I want to watch that shit. Um. <laughs> I want to fuck him. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's a beautiful creature. He is. Thank you for his shirt being open the entire time. Yes. I'm still behind where we're like, having I'm all about season. the blonde chick. She's so boring too. Oh my god! What is you and Steve have a lot of bad taste in common. chicks. Like, could you get any more vanilla? Like, she's got ugh. big tits and she's really good at magic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your opinions have not changed since you were twelve. Congrats. <laughs> she's so boring. The leader of the whiny. witches is also a redhead, so obviously that's she oh doesn't need god. to talk. <laughs> oh, but she's going to. Yeah, she's not, going to. She's going to. She's cr- got not with some duct tape. <laughs> oh, she will not be into that. She will call the cops on you the next morning if you try to duct tape. You're gonna her out. boring vanilla stuff. It's gonna be boring vanilla missionary. We'll turn into foxes. Hey, fuck. Yeah, any chick that's gonna turn into a fox and get down is gonna be more into stuff than you would think. <laughs> Just because you can't turn into a fox, don't don't be hating on So me. so I'm can. gonna I'm gonna bring it back to the Marvel universe. <laughs> At this point, with all of the things that they have out. In some ways, I think it's kind of a good thing that um, they don't have rights to X-Men. Because can you imagine oh, how much God. more fucking complicated it would be? Oh, I just Jesus. want, like, just, like, 
Deadpool to just like wander in the back of Infinity Gauntlet somewhere, like not helping, just like eating. If he got the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, Gauntlet at one point, that would be amazing. Like, that he would be awesome. I'd be okay with that. You could have Deadpool walk through, and that would be okay. But like, if you had Wolverine and tried to like pull in all that at this time, I think it'd be. I don't think I don't think America could handle it. We're gonna have so many hot Chris's on in one movie, though. Like, oh, I know. It's gonna be like Chris Palooza. Mm-hmm. Maybe one scene with the model state. Did you guys see the uh, the screenshot for Inhumans? Yeah, they uh, look so angry. They're so emo. <laughs> they are angry. We finally made it through Legion. Mm. Nice. What did you think? I liked it. It got better, right? I got. It got a lot Episode five, not four. Five. five. Yeah. Oh, that's a it, long it time to get it. It takes a while to get it, but it, it gets hard. a lot better. It's so hard. It was worth it, though. I'm glad we watched it. It gets a lot better. Thank you. It was. It did. Yes. It got a lot better. Um, and what's his nuts was in it? God bless him. <laughs> You're not Bring getting that high five now. Um, the guy from uh, that thing. Oh my god. Flight <laughs> of the Concord. Yes. Jermaine. Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. Yes. It's shiny. Which he also did a good job on. And did a great, 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 great job on. So, yes. I, I actually really liked Legion in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was. I'm excited to see how they're going to continue it from here. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Uh, fuck. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with, like, the, the king uh, moving on with, the, yeah, Jermaine. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how they're going to tie it back in with the rest of the X-Men universes, if they can, or they're going to try to go that yeah. way, like, take over the X-Men universe. Yeah. So. Either way, as a show, I still enjoyed it in the long run. So, that's good. Another good cast of actors. Mm-hmm. For what? sure. Who? And Legion. Legion. It was worth getting to. We'll see. What do you think about wrapping it up for this episode? Number 50, what do you think? No, I'm fine with it. Well, are you good with it's it? It's 50, though. Shouldn't yeah. it be a double episode? Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I was just saying. It shouldn't be a double episode. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> as, as Summer goes off to play with children's toys. No. Um, I'm going to bring it back and play with children's toys here. It's purple. I'm going to make a hippo. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say? That I like to make hippos. <laughs> Out of purple play-doh. Out of purple play-doh. I could, could also about, make a bunny. You could talk about upcoming DC movies and the travesty that those oh, are going to be. Oh. And keep it positive. Keep it positive. <laughs> I'm so happy you guys are here. It's been awesome. Let me just go ahead and say uh, I'd like to thank everybody for showing up on the podcast. You're welcome. Except Nick Prohl, who didn't show up. Well, he said just do our thing and he'll get around here sooner or later, which is good. Because we're, we need to see some more Buddy Holly or whatever his name is that he likes to impersonate. Buddy Hackett. That's not true. Buddy Holly. He's not ooey-ooey <laughs> like, just like Buddy Holly. No, but we, need Buddy more, but we need Buddy Holly too because that would be spectacular. Oh my god. Such a lady. That's a terrible Nick Prohl impression. We're just supposed to be Nick Prohl. <laughs> That's the impression Nick Prohl does if you've listened to their podcast. So let's oh, go to the... You can uh, go real back to like old episodes. I, d- I don't. By the way, I think you might have to not be um, super mad at Nick Prohl. Looks like he said his daughter's dance He is at the Rialto. It's okay, yeah. No, he said in like five days and then he's got family stuff, so it's fine. So, is it? let me... 
You decided to go with the bunny instead. Go to the promotions portion of this, this. podcast yeah, and say... It's going to become a bunny, Steve. Don't thank you dick. to Mama Claire and Auntie, Ni- Auntie Nitro for showing up on the podcast. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Your last that. episode was fucking awesome. Thanks. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun. I was afraid it might have been too much information for a lot no. of people. No. You weren't overwhelmed with vagina. It was very blue. <laughs> It was a very blue show, but, like, very blue, like, in a fun way. So it was very cool. I, I really enjoyed it. It was good. Especially, like, uh, after you got through the uh, vagina names. Like, I thought it just got, like, you guys hit the ground running. It just, like, sh- took off. Thanks. Because I love your... really, like, lo- talking about pussy. I know. It's just fun. <laughs> I love it. And I then also thought it was funny when you guys were going to do your... Your uh, rapid fire topics, and you're like, we don't need a buzzer. Yeah, fuck that buzzer. We ain't doing that shit. We don't do it anyway. All right, then we're going. I like to thank Ken for being here. Ken, thank you very much. You're welcome. Anytime. Glad to be here. Uh, it's fantastic to have you here, man. Like, like having another person that thinks in the same genre of films and comics and movies that we like. It's good. So, Steve. Yes. Why don't you take us out? We just want to remind you all that haters are going to hate, alligators are going to alligate, potatoes are going to potate, and DC (laughs) movies are going to suck. This has been Something Gate. Good night, everybody.